Hey everyone, welcome to our workshop tonight. We're going to be going through toxicity and how to remove it from your life. And this is one of uh, the one of the great topics to do around springtime because we're starting to come out of our winter season. The snow is melting outside and we're getting to the point of where we're going to be cleaning our house out, getting ready for summer where it involves a lot of outside activities. And I want you to have the best direction that you could possibly have for you and your family. And while we're doing this today, you have a packet of information in front of you, and we'll go through some of those pieces, but I wanted to give you guys that to equip you so when you leave here, you still have lots of information that you can go through and talk through with your family, your friends, your, your husband, to make sure that you guys are still moving in the proper direction. Because I, I want to equip you because I want to make you guys as, as ready to enter that back into that world with a new mindset as, as much as you possibly can. Now, before we get going, I want you to visualize with me for a moment. I want you to close your eyes, and we're going to imagine a perfect world. So close your eyes. In a perfect world, I picture myself by the beach. You can see the crisp, cool uh, waves crashing over. You can feel that cool breeze on your face. You look down, and you see this amazing white, perfect sand that nobody's been step stepping on the whole entire day. You're just getting to the point of where you're ready to, to put your foot in the water and your kids come running by you and they jump in, they yell cannonball, make a big splash, but you know it's okay because it's crisp, clear, amazing water. And then you start to dive in yourself. You can feel how cool it is on your skin, but it also is warm. You can feel the warm current coming in also. And this is just a, a visualization, a picture of, of just how clean the world world can be. Instead, we get this. You wake from sleeping on a mattress that was coated on flame-retardant chemicals. And you can keep your cl eyes closed and just visualize this. That mattress is emitting formaldehyde gas and carcinogenic brominated substances, which your body readily absorbs all night long while you're laying on it. You drink water from a plastic bottle in the morning and s instead hydrate your body with phthal phthalates that cause cancer and infertility. Walking barefoot towards the bathroom on synthetic carpet, your skin absorbs benzene, stearine, and other cancer-causing chemicals used to treat the carpet. And once you're in the bathroom, you splash your face with tap water that's laced with fluoride and chlorine. Both are carcinogens to the human body. You open a plastic bottle of Listerine mouthwash and gargle half a dozen flavorings and coloring chemicals. And you pick up your cancer-causing fluoride toothpaste full of all kinds of toxic ingredients, including titanium dioxide, aspartame, and artificial coloring. Then you raise up your arms and you put on some deodorant, which contains chemicals including aluminum, parabens, propylene glycol, carcinogenic phthalates that hold the fragrance and color in it, and 100 different chemicals disguised under the name fragrance. According to the FDA, we average using nine personal care products a day containing 126 chemical ingredients. Body lotions containing penetrating enhancing chemicals that can drive toxins from other toiletries deeper into your flesh. Finally, you put on a numerous... You pull out your numerous prescription medications with the warning labels still attached and swallow a mixture of synthetic chemicals. You walk back to the bedroom and you put on your fresh clothes from the dryer, rife with fumes and residuals of tetrachloroethylene and N-hexene, chemicals known to cause nerve and cell damage, memory loss, cardiac abnormalities, and cancer. Whew. And your, if your clothing is made of synthetic fibers, your plastic clothes expose you to plasticizer fumes for which you get double bonus of breathing in and having soaked it into your skin. These block thyroid function and make you tired and fat. And more tight, tightly insulated your bedroom is, the greater the outgas collection of the chemicals from your furniture, paint, rugs, carpet, and other impact your brain. 
with symptoms like mood swing, feeling of spaciousness, headaches, and inability to concentrate. Rushing into the kitchen, you pour yourself a quick bowl of cereal containing genetically modified corn and soy, high fructose corn syrup, which contains heavy metals, nearly a dozen synthetic chemicals, food additives. You fix yourself a sandwich for lunch with lunch meat that contains nitrates, synthetic hormones, antibiotics. You coat your aluminum-tainted bread with mayonnaise that is made with genetically modified soybean oil, and then you wrap your sandwich in saran wrap, which contains vinyl chloride, a carcinogen known to cause liver, brain, and lung cancers, and one of the deadliest man-made materials. You throw in a Diet Coke for your lunch, which contains a deadly sweetener, aspartame, linked to cancer, headaches, allergies, and seizures. And don't even question the safety of the Diet Coke because you've been drinking it for decades. Barely in your first hour of the day, you haven't even left your house and you've been absorbing hundreds of synthetic chemicals. You haven't even yet walked outside to encounter the harshest toxins in our air, generated by car exhaust and manufacturing. And don't forget about the toxins waiting for you at your workplace, at lunch, in the fast food and processed snacks you'll, you'll enthusiastically devour all day long. It's kind of a different perspective, isn't it, when you think of how clean the world could be or should be, and instead, this is what you get. What A day in the life of an American, right? So what I want you to do right now is I want you to, to grade yourself. Pull out the Nutrition Best to Work sheet. It should be one of the top uh, things, top papers in your packet, and it has a lot of boxes on it. On the left-hand side, it has different categories of food, and we're going to focus for a moment on food. Now, this is not all about food. This is not all about sugar, but I know that's a big place where we can start because I believe that if we put clean stuff in, we can make sure that we're not putting garbage in. We don't have to worry about taking things out. So fill that out. What I want you to do is I want to circle where you are in each of the categories. So go on the left, find fruits and veggies, and circle where you are from the worst to the best. Obviously, if you far, get far to the right, you get more organic. You get uh, more locally grown things. On the left, you get things that are in a can or things that somebody pretty much sprayed some spray paint on to make sure your tomato stayed extra red. So do that for me for a moment. And as you maybe remember from other workshops, we've done this before. And my goal is in between our workshops, I mean, we do 8 to 10 workshops a year. Each workshop you go to, I want you to get a little more to the right-hand side. And not because Dr. Brennan tells you to, but I want you to do that because it's something that you're learning. You're learning how the importance of putting good things in your body can make a big difference of how your body functions in the world. And some of you might think, is this really a big deal? And... That's for you to decide. When it's when it's a big deal to you, it'll be a big deal to your family. I know it's a big deal to us. We do spend a little bit more on our organic foods. That we have a, a list in your packet. Also, it's called the Dirty Dozen and the Clean Fifteen. On the Dirty Dozen list, we buy that organic as much as we possibly can. Even with the cost of things going up, it costs way more to deal with the deadly diseases and cancer and health conditions that result than it does for you just to spend a little extra money on the organic food. Now those clean 15, those are things you can buy conventional. Try to still make sure that it's it's good for you. Uh, make sure that it's not in a can. Make sure that you're eating, you're eating food from the produce section. And I want to go through a couple of just demonstrations here of, of how the differences of you spending your money can make a big difference. Because the things I'm showing you, you here are things that we really shouldn't eat, and they are very expensive. So when people complain about organic food being too expensive, 
and you go and you throw a box of Oreos or a Powerade or a, a, a Frappuccino drink into your cart and you're sipping that throughout the day, those things are way more expensive than the organic strawberries that you chose not to buy. And so we can redistribute where our priorities and where our money is going. It doesn't have to be more expensive. Yes, the strawberries might be more expensive, but you're not spending the money on the other junk that costs way more. Packaged processed food cannot cost less than things that are just a whole food in the long term. They can run some coupons and run some sales, but it takes people to package, manufacture, to grind up, to, to come up with the formulation. The business has to make money rather than just picking a banana from a tree, shipping it up here from Mexico, which is where they usually come from, and we put it on the shelf. And so that is going to be less expensive. So just put your money in the priority sections and you won't have to worry about that cost difference. So what I'm going to demo here, here first, looking at sugar just in general. And I said this is not going to be about sugar, but this is where we get a lot of toxicity. The number one, before we get into sugar, number one place where we get toxins in our life is from medications. An average American is on 12 medications. And if we are taking those things every single day from the time we're 40 years old, we go in for our physical and we're told that we have high cholesterol until we die at age 72, that's 30 years of us taking and ingesting these chemical toxins. That's, that's, a, that's a long time to have something on a consistent basis every day. Now, I know some medications are warranted, but when it comes down to things and the, the, the damage it does in our liver and our kidneys, medications are the number one re way we get toxicity in our lives. Then we move on to the things we put in our, our body, like our foods that we eat. And so I'm going to show you just a little demonstration here. Now, I love the movie uh, That Sugar Film. And I know we played it in the office a few weeks ago and, and, and into last week. And so that demonstration of what a man does when he starts to eat differently and add the sugars into his life when he didn't have them prior, that's a great film. And I encourage you to check it out. It's on Prime Video. And we have a hard copy here also if you have a, still have a DVD player. But what he does is one of his demonstrations. I have a few pieces of chicken here. And instead of me putting sauce on these chicken chicken strips, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the equivalence of just granulated sugar on top. And so what it's going to be is I have two chicken strips here. And I don't know how much dipping you guys do or when you coat on the, the chicken strip, but I'm going to guess about four tablespoons goes into coating these things thoroughly like you would want to at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, in two tablespoons of, of our um, barbecue sauce, there's 17 grams of sugar. And what we do to figure this out is we take that grams of sugar and we divide it by four. So one tablespoon has about uh, two and a half tablespoons or teaspoons of sugar. So one tablespoon has two and a half teaspoons of sugar. And when you think of it that way, it's like how many tables or teaspoons are in a tablespoon? It's, it's almost really very equivalent. The only thing that's left over is a little bit of tomato paste and a little bit of water that fills that extra little space there. So when we are looking at four total tablespoons of barbecue sauce on this, I'm going to end up putting about eight and a half to nine teaspoons of sugar on these two pieces of chicken. So let's do that. There's one, two, three, four, five. I'm halfway there and it's starting to look less appetizing as I do this. 
So if we consciously put, there's nine, consciously put this sugar onto all of our foods in a single day, uh, you can see where eventually we'd go, man, is this really what I should be doing? But when you disguise it in a liquid form like barbecue sauce that tastes pretty darn good, uh, it's, it's easier to just look over that because it's not sugar anymore. It's just barbecue sauce. So let's try it. Let's see how this nine teaspoons of sugar tastes on my chicken. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty awful and pretty gritty. And you can just imagine in your mind what that tastes like. And uh, I remember when I was a kid, we would have just regular Rice Krispies and we'd have to put our own sugar on it because my parents didn't really buy a whole lot of sugary cereal because it was more expensive. We got the cheaper stuff, the stuff off brand, the cornflakes, the stuff that you know just wasn't as as good, I guess. And occasionally we got a Lucky Charms, but even then I should cross-reference what the labels were like in the 80s for what they are now. I wonder if the sugar content has changed because our palates have definitely changed and sugar doesn't taste as much like sugar anymore. And now I have a coffee drink up here too. So in the coffee drink, uh, looking at the back, we have in this one, it's a frappuccino and it has uh, about 47 grams of sugar in the whole bottle. And this double shot energy Starbucks in the can, it has about 35. So I'm just going to go on the middle. I'm going to say 40, right? So we're going to put 10 teaspoons of sugar into my coffee that I made just a couple of minutes ago. I'm going to start scooping that in. So I have my cup of coffee. I'm putting 10. So that's more than my chicken. I'm gonna, I might run out of sugar. I don't know if I brought enough sugar up here. So that's 10 teaspoons of sugar in one drink. And let's see how it tastes. All right. So I can taste definitely the sugar. Now, this one might taste a little bit better because it's got caramel flavoring and it's got vanilla flavoring and different things. This is just straight coffee with sugar in it. But does anybody in their right mind put 10 teaspoons of sugar in their coffee? You might look at that person and say, you're crazy. I mean, I don't have enough sugar, sugar cubes to even to even do that. Um, and each like packet of sugar is like one. That's 10 of those going into your coffee. So just once again, perspective. And the last thing I want to do is I wanted to make an energy drink for you guys. Now, I know this isn't soda, but this is energy drink. This is something like when you go playing basketball at your, your five-day-long extent of your, uh, you know, your kids, your 10-year-old's basketball weekend, and you're playing five, six games. You got to rehydrate and you got to re-electrify your body with electrolytes, right? And so what you're going to do is you're going to, I'm going to have somebody come up. Why don't you, why don't you make this energy drink for me? All right. So first of all, I just have a glass of water here because most of energy drink is actually just water. And then I want you to pick what, what color you want. So we're going to put some food coloring in this in blue. So we're going to make blue Powerade today. Now, uh, is it blue enough for you? Okay. So it's blue enough. Now what we're going to do is we're going to put uh, the equivalent of, of salt because sodium is an electrolyte. And that's going to be in there. And we have one-eighth of a teaspoon of salt. So we're going to put that in there. All right. doesn't seem like a whole lot. It's almost like I could just take a little pinch and flick it in. And then I'm going to put B vitamins because we know all the energy drinks in the world out there. I know this is an energy drink. This is Powerade. But all the energy drinks, they talk about how we have all this ginseng and B vitamins. Well, it has one one-tenth of a B vitamin that you can buy on my shelf here inside of it. So um, I'm going to just take a little bit of this pill, open it up. All right, and I'll just flick that in there. All right, did you get it all? Because I don't want to miss that one-tenth of that B vitamin. All right, so that's in there. Now we have our, our vitamins. Now we can call this a vitamin drink. Next, we're going to put um, potassium because as we get muscle cramps and things, magnesium and potassium is very important for us. And so it's one 
eighth of a banana's worth of potassium. All right, so I'm going to cut this in half and quarters and then eighths so you can throw that chunk in there. Now, you might be thinking just like I am right now, I could have just probably had my kid eat a banana, but we want to, for the sake of the purposes of this demonstration, make sure we're finishing out our energy drink. And then now we have our last piece, which is our sugar content, because it's got to taste good, otherwise my kids aren't going to drink it, right? I mean, I don't know how many times we've said that in our lives, and uh, when we start thinking, well, if it doesn't taste good, my kids still eat it. Well, that's maybe better off for them anyway. So in this Powerade, this is just a regular size Powerade, not a jumbo or not a super small one. And this is not a zero. Uh, zero has its own issues with other types of sweeteners to make it still taste good. This one has 52 and a half grams of sugar in it. So that boils down to roughly about 13 teaspoons. So start shoveling it in. Make sure you keep track so we know when we're at 13. All right, 12, 13. There we go. We got 13 teaspoons of sugar into our drink. Now, all we have left to do is rehydrate and re-electrify uh, with electrolytes our bodies. Are you ready? Now, I don't think it's going to taste like blue raspberry. It might taste a little bit like sugar water because I didn't have artificial flavorings of blue raspberry here uh, where you guys can go get that yourself if you want to make your own at home. Maybe Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid packets, right? Now, as you can see, I'm being a little bit sarcastic with this because this is what we deem being okay for our kids when they are severely dehydrated, when they are having uh, five, six games in a weekend, their bodies are broken down, and what we're doing is we're giving them probably going to a restaurant because we're away from home, stay in a hotel. We're giving them Powerades and Snicker bars because we need to give our kids some sort of energy and food. And is this going to make my child perform at their best level? And we wonder why the kid at the last game, yes, I understand there's five games, but why they're dragging. Come on, get up and down the floor. Why are you shooting so flat? Use your legs. You know, we're yelling all these things as coaches and as parents to our kids. But what we did is we just sh shoved liquid sugar into their body with very minimal. They could have had a banana and survived them for, for eight of these energy drinks. And so, or as, as these Powerades. And so what I'm getting at is we just have to stop. Like, what do we do now? This is where we put our foot down. We draw the line in the sand and we say, I am going to stop putting drunk, junk into my body and my kids' body. I understand it's easier. Sugar doesn't cost a whole lot. So I understand that sometimes it feels like it'd be expensive. But if those are our standards for what we're using on our body, in our body, putting in our mouth, putting on our skin, that's going to be a long road, especially when we can't have our bodies last 50, 60 years anymore. The average life expectancy, I say this at every workshop, is continually decreasing, meaning we are not living any longer than we did when we were in the 70s and 80s. We're, getting, we're dying sooner. We're using more of our nursing homes for pretty much a late life, early retirement home. Because we can't survive on ourselves all by ourselves anymore because we have so many health conditions. We have more cancer, diabetes, and heart conditions than we've ever had in our lives. We throw on this, this pandemic of COVID where our bodies can't build proper immune systems anymore. And one of the culprits is because we are put ourselves in such a bad position to be healthy anyway. And we wonder why we can't survive these things. So the challenge is... Number one, write this down. 
I am going to stop putting junk in. I'm going to stop putting junk in. Now, we have a challenge for you guys. And we have prizes for you, too, if you complete the challenge. And it's going to be a four-week challenge. And each week is going to focus on one component of health. And what we're going to do is we're going to work towards, at the end of that fourth week, that we are stopping and not putting junk in our body. Number two, take out the junk that's already there. We have done this for a long time. I'm 36 years old, and I know that I drank a whole lot of Mountain Dew when I was younger. Now, I haven't drank a soda in a very long time, but this is something where I still am working every year, pulling more and more out. The springtime is a great reminder for us, for me and my family, that we do a juice cleanse, and we also do this um, detox system that we have here through Max Living. And this is one of the most potent detoxifications you can do. It pulls from the cells and from the body. It is not a diuretic. It doesn't make you run to the bathroom. It strips more than, than um, this other product that we also have, which is more of a daily type of use, which more supports your detoxification system, which is called Max Cleanse. So that's the difference between those two. So every spring, we do the detox system. Pretty easy and simple. We actually have a sale on it today, 20% off if you want to choose to do that. We'll, have, we'll run it the whole rest of the week until they're gone. And so those are two great ways to be able to, to work on a one-time thing throughout the year, maximum of four times throughout the year. You can do the detox system. And then the max cleanse is more of a daily reminder and a daily pull for if I do this, I'm going to support those already inborn systems that are meant to do that, like your liver and your kidneys. And those are big detoxification things. Now, medications, alcohol, uh, sugar, those are all going to be things that are going to destroy your liver and your kidneys very quickly. So if you've lived a life of one of those three things or all three of those things, it's time for us to start giving some health back to our body. The last but not least is making sure those organ tissues are working right. And that's why we're in a chiropractic office right now. That's why we do spinal correction, to make sure we take as much pressure off your nervous system as we possibly can so your brain knows how to fix and coordinate the healing to those tissues. When it comes down to how much stress and strain we've had on our body, we don't want physical things like pressure of a bone on nerves or stretch in our nervous system where it shouldn't be to be the thing that's de de depicting, can my organ tissues heal? Because when it comes down to our baseline healing and health potential, we need everything in our body to work as best as it possibly can at any single given time of the day. And that's where I get so much joy out of be, being a chiropractor. These other pieces of, of helping with diet and exercise and detoxification and good mindset, those are fun things too. But this is something that we can see, we can fix, and we know when it gets better. And that's what I love about being a chiropractor. So first, stop putting the junk in. Second, take out the junk that's already there supporting the body. And then thirdly, changing the habits so we're supporting and building your body with goodness. That's where we're going to be doing more of our clean 15, dirty dozen uh, controversy or conversation at the supermarket. This challenge that, we've that we have ready for you, which we'll go through in just a moment, this is going to be something that's also a great way for you to get uh, more health in your life and to strip some of those things out that maybe have been lingering that you haven't even quite noticed yet. And if you have a question about it, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure that you let us know that you want to do the challenge. You can email us at beckerspinemn 
at gmail.com or you can come to the office and we'll get you one of those challenges too. This is something you can do throughout the year. You don't have to do it just for four weeks, um, but if you do complete it to the, the kind of the minimum standard that we'll go through in a moment, we're going to give you guys a prize and that's fun. The first prize is the fact that you're going to be healthier. The second prize is we're going to be giving you something in the office here too as just a takeaway for that. Supplements, like I talked through those detoxifications of taking out. Uh, Max Cleanse is a great way to supplement long term. And then you, you're just going with your general uh, daily essentials, your multivitamin, your omegas, making sure they're from clean sources, your B vitamins, which helps almost every cell in your body operate and use energy efficiently and well. And then we have magnesium, which is one of the missing ions that we have throughout our whole entire body and through our diets. So magnesium is a great source of of being able to um, you know, just, just take it and have it work great for our body. And then last but not least, uh, making sure we have D3 and our probiotics. So all those are containing the daily essentials. We just have regular men's multi also, and we'll go through more supplements if you have any questions on those. Making sure that your proteins that you're taking, because that's condensed down too, making sure that's from a clean source, because I know that's a big question people has, have is, well, can I just have this Target brand protein? And usually I say, well, I need to look at it, because Manufacturers have been doing a better job because you are the healthy people that are buying protein and you're asking for better things. And so in conclusion to the, all of this, this ranting and talking that I'm going through is when we picture that world like we did in the beginning of a day where it's everything is clean and you feel okay with your kids jumping in, uh, into the ocean and you know that they're not going to come out with a bunch of just plastic adhere to their body or oil all that's been spilt on this beach or just all the stuff that's buried the junk get a fish rusty fish hook in their foot I and mean, that's 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 a day that we want to have is where things are pristine and clear now picture your body and is it that way or is it the other way is it the other way of where you wake up in the morning and you're exposed to thousands of toxins before you even make it out of the door the only thing that makes the difference in that is you as the consumer because the companies themselves they're not going to change things unless you demand it i don't mean like going in front of coca-cola and ranting that you need to have better coca-cola i mean stop buying the junk they they will change they will adapt one thing i want us to look out for is because the companies are adapting they still want to make products that are going to be consumer friendly meaning affordable and easy to get their hands on and when companies do that sometimes they take a few shortcuts if you look at a lot of the sugar-free canned food food that's on the shelves it's going to have an artificial sweetener in it that's going to be just as toxic if not more toxic to the body than the sugar counterpart or fructose corn syrup counterpart part that was in it prior and so looking at those products and deciding at that moment, looking at the label, is this going to be good or bad for me? And so those are the steps we want to take to make sure we are good consumers so that our lives can change for the better. All right, if you have any questions for me, we'll be around for a while here. And we're going to go through a couple other demonstrations of how to make your own almond milk or nut milks. And also uh, there's some samples going around now of just some of the other products that we have to make sure that you can make good choices and you see what things taste like before you, before you buy them. Um, and you just have an opportunity to, to, to keep moving your family forward. All right, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I love all you guys. <laughs>